Hi, it's Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue Stories of Business. This is my podcast about change management, transformation, and restructuring. I already mentioned in some of the episodes that I created two different startups in my past, so in the last six years. One of them was a platform for women on personal finance and investing, and the other one was a slow fashion brand. Um, Particularly when I worked on the startup for women, I participated in two different accelerator programs. For those not familiar with the startup world, those are programs that teach you how to build a venture and how to scale it. One of the programs was a digital program called Founder Institute. It's quite well known, it exists all over the world. And the other one was Founder Gym, a more advanced program for those who really want to seriously pitch to investors and raise capital. I was lucky enough to participate in both and I'm very grateful for that experience because it taught me a lot of tacit knowledge about customer development, prototyping, go-to-market strategies, pitching, and so on. What I particularly valued about one module of the Founder Institute program was this approach of saying that you always need to listen to your customers and ask them pertinent questions. I remember one exercise in particular it consisted of five questions where you basically presented the pain point. So the problem that you see emerging for which you want to create a solution, be it a service or product to them. And you ask them to verify or challenge whether that is an actual customer problem. You ask them what constitutes the problem in there perspective, you ask them what they would pay for a solution to the problem and how much. So this is excellent customer development because so many startups fail because they develop a program or a problem, a product or a service that has nothing to do with the ultimate issue. So these types of accelerated programs really teach you to treat your customer like a king. And I find that often it would help in change management to treat your employees or your clients' employees like customers and to thoroughly think through what their pain points are, but also how to address them. Let me further elaborate. When you deal with the members of an organization, employees, people that volunteer their time, whatever it is. And this type of organization needs to undergo a transformation. Then most of the time we do not segment the total population or membership of the organization. We treat them as one gigantic mass. Maybe sometimes as change managers, we say, okay, there's the top echelons of the senior managers, members of the board, and there's the middle managers, and then there's the rest. But that's only three different employee groups, so in our example, customer groups, and that is too basic. That's not how you're going to develop the best, the most effective, the most customized customer approach, or in our case, employee approach. Another tool that has really helped me uh, in all of my startup adventures is a customer persona. And I know those who have a lot of experience with marketing know what a customer persona is. I didn't. 
and creating that basic template that shows you who your customer is to so actually give that person a name marvel at their hobbies reflect on how much they make do your basic research on the website of the oecd or asean or whatever your source is to better understand their demographic requirements and where they come from really helped me and sometimes when it comes to change management communication i find that creating customer personas so employee personas would add a great deal of value let's assume that you work for a blue chip company and they have a lot of regular employees that either do desk work or work on the factory floor that's already two different customer personas and you need to treat them differently maybe the ones that have disc jobs read the internet news um will listen to the company call things like that but maybe the people on the factory floor have a completely different way of absorbing information and maybe also I don't know, prefer flyers, handouts, and you, I mean like brochures, and you weren't aware of that. So here you go, you already have two different customer groups, customer personas, and it would be best to actually sketch them out on a sheet of paper or in PowerPoint or whatever you work with. Then there might be a third group, which is the middle managers, and maybe the middle managers in region A, say APAC, have different communication needs than those in Europe, for example. So maybe that's already a third and a fourth customer persona. I think what I'm trying to say is that when it comes to making sure that the crucial information of a change management project reaches everybody, all the members of an organization or a company or whatever sort of entity you're dealing with, you need to approach them differently and view them as customers the moment you view them as customers you think differently you think about their communication preferences they think you think about the channels they usually um, go on or uh, look for when they require information you consider the frequency of communication measures you consider the length and the complexity and it really helps to come up with that sort of approach to employees or members of an organization, when it comes to creating very targeted messaging, that actually appeals to your customers, in this case, your employees or the members of an organization. I sometimes wonder whether whoever's responsible for change management within an organization would benefit from teaming up with marketing so often Change management is either designed and implemented by HR or communication. What if for the duration of the project, they would ask somebody from the marketing team, and I'm talking about the people that actually sell the products and market the services and, you know, work with customer personas on a regular basis and know how to leverage social media. To what extent it would be helpful to just do that? Maybe it's a different way of thinking about change because then change becomes a service, right? And I don't think that change management is so institutionalized or 
or that it has such a professional appeal or that it's very professionalized as as a as a field of activity or let's say it could be more formal right it could be more formalized there could be more of a philosophy behind change management you actually say this is a service and the recipients of the service are the members of an organization so the employees and if that's the case how do we treat them how do we cater to them what kinds of tools can we use and then i think very quickly it would be so much easier to say we need a highly professional approach for this why don't we team up with the with the guys and the women from marketing I always have these very philosophical ideas when it comes to change management because I feel like it's a discipline that is often not given a lot of credit and could be handled in a more innovative manner. So that's why I wanted to share these thoughts with you. I hope that they were helpful. Again, thank you so much for listening to me. And if you have any comments or feedback, please reach out. And that's it for today. Thank you so much.